2: Melissa Kim helps us cover the Ravens here, 105.7's fan. But more importantly was uh, T-Bone's uh, entree to Pilates today, and she joins us now. So, Melissa, good afternoon. Thanks, as always, for joining us. We may get to some Ravens stuff a little later. But more importantly, Pilates today. A- and uh-huh. a- and how did the Bone do?
1: He was really good. I was impressed. Look, the class, there's a couple of different classes that you can take, right? This is where for former Pilates... Um, by the way, at Pilates House in Fells Point, a locally woman-owned business here in Baltimore. Shameless plug. Um, but there are different classes that you can take and different levels, obviously. There's one that I take particularly almost every day. It's called A. It stands for abs, arms, and the three-letter word that starts with an A that is for your butt. But anyways um, – So, uh, yeah, no, that's one of the harder classes, honestly. It's like the second hardest class. He was really good. I was so impressed. Tim, you did a great job. Thank you.
3: Um,
4: So he represented... (laughs) How
3: are
1: you feeling right now? I feel pretty fine. I mean, I'm sure
3: I'm going to be sore tomorrow morning, but I feel okay now. So if he keeps going to this
4: class, because I all immediately think about monetizing everything. Yes. Do we think we could get the bone to be an endorser for this fine Pilates establishment? (laughs) And how did he look in his leggings?
1: he wore like shorts over leggings he looks spectacular you know there are all men that come to this class by the way he's not he's not the only gentleman that happens to come to these classes so um yeah listen jason and ken i'm looking at you guys next. Oh, that's not happening
4: yeah <laughs> yeah i know my limitations
1: i i
3: heard that rob long said that he could do better than you at pilates is he that said, true
1: yeah he said that he could crush it wow so we gotta get Rob up putting, there. Out, putting it out there mm. morning show guys you know ed jeremy putting it out there
2: jeremy huh? would be hilarious i'm admitted well he'd do it in just his percent. yeah, no, 100%, 100%. yeah. Uh, <laughs> i'm admittedly inflexible uh we know the bone is a glue guy were there any potential glue girls there for him
1: What's a glue guy?
2: He's a,
4: he's, he's, like, a, he, he's he keeps the everything yeah, together. Yeah, he, you, can't, he, you can't you can't function without like, him. He's like the guy who's good for team chemistry. Yeah, he like does the dirty oh. work. He gets the rebounds, and you know he makes everybody else look good. The selfless I, okay, leader. Good I'm good I'm good the Justice okay. Hill
3: of the fan. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, is a glue gal? I don't know. There's lots of wonderful ladies that come to Pilate's house. For the record um so you know tim maybe you should make this a regular thing I'm
3: yeah down. represent us well I, the next one we need to do is the is it well it's not hot yoga but i guess like hot pilates like what is that yeah, class? There's, hot,
1: there's like hot pilates there's hot yoga and hot sculpt um so hot yoga is probably the one that most people are familiar with obviously doing yeah. yoga in a hot room um hot pilates is a little bit more strenuous i'd say and hot sculpt like you like do weights and stuff like that in like a 100 degree room so you're like dying but um, I've done all three of the classes before they're all pretty tough I mean if you can imagine doing like multiple push-ups and stuff like that in the 100 uh, degree room that's what you're in for, Tim, if that's, if you're up for the channel. Uh, I'm ready.
2: I've never ready. done any of that, but I've gone to Japanese hibachi, and you sit right by the grill, and it's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's clo- yeah. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> fire. The when they light the stuff on fire, when they do the, uh, the volcano.
4: you got to reach uh, too far uh, yes. across the table yes. to get your
2: meat in there. Yes, yes. Yeah. it's oh, hot yeah. stove, yes.
1: Uh, it's totally, absolutely the same thing. Same yeah. idea, of course. Oh, uh, yeah,
4: well, it's warm. Um. So what do you uh, – Think of the Zach Orr situation. It was hard not to be caught up in his infectious energy as he addressed the media for the first time as Ravens' defensive coordinator.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that having someone young, and I think someone that has been in the system, I think is really important. He's a homegrown player. Obviously, um, unfortunately, had to stop playing because of medical reasons, which you know, obviously such an emotional journey, right, to have to give up the sport that you love, but then in turn sometimes you know life kind of leads you on a different path and now he's a defensive coordinator for this team and look he has so much good I think going for him in this situation especially being the inside linebackers coach previously you know having coached the be- one of the best mm-hmm. duos in the country in a and pq and so I think that you know there's a pretty good path set for him and yeah I mean he's always been an energy guy and that was something that hasn't at all and it's kind of nice to see him authentically still keep that you know keep that energy because I think that that is one of the things that this team obviously has always preached this franchise has always preached and the players that play for this team are you know other uh, that come from other teams to this franchise say that that's one thing that this team does so well is they allow guys to be themselves to be their own personalities and well, I mean we see that in PQ and Roquan too right and so yeah. I think that um Zach, I think Zach is going to be a great fit for this team, and you know he's he's young. He has that, like you said, infectious energy, and so I think that I think that he'll do well here
3: you got a couple of cornerstone players that are definitely going to be back next year under contract, like a Roquan Smith, like a Kyle mm-hmm. Hamilton, but a lot mm-hmm. of free agents on the defensive side of the football. We've seen a lot of coaches already go elsewhere. How different could this defense look like? I guess what are realistic expectations this early on in the offseason, of course?
1: <sighs> That's been the tough part, right? I think it's been really tough for Ravens fans, too, because it's, it's bittersweet in a way, right? It's been bittersweet, I think, for us, the media, too, Watching some of these coaches, especially, that have become staples of, you know, this team for the last couple of years, obviously, um, you know, Mike McDonald, who started here as an intern. And then I think about Anthony Weaver. He was one of my favorites. Um, And then some of these players that were so valuable to this team in this past season, especially some of these veteran guys and what it might look like next year. Cause you're happy for, you know, the coaches, especially to get new, uh, new opportunities. Um, but for some of these players, yeah, I mean, like you said, there are a lot of guys that are the skeletons, right? The bones I think are still in, in place for sure. But I think how you build around those bones is going to be important in this off season. And as we get into next season, because yeah, the 23, three agents, some guys that, you know, that have that, had a lot of impact, not necessarily, you know, on the field, yes, but also off the field as well. I think about the veteran leadership of Jadavian Clowney and obviously Kyle Noy. Those are guys that we talked about all season long. While they might not necessarily do the things that show up on the stat sheet, they did the things that were intangibles, like helping some of these younger guys develop, like Odafe Owe. He constantly gave props to Jadeveon, um and Kyle Noy, you know. So that, I think, is going to be – it's going to be interesting to watch. I'm not going to say it's going to be – easy or difficult or whatever Um, but a challenge for sure but you know you do have you do have comfort in knowing that you know the leadership is still going to be there obviously with Roquan and obviously Kyle Hamilton is only going to get better and better as the years go on
2: more importantly Melissa have you seen an increase in your social media numbers of late
1: (laughs) why are you doing this to me Um, he said you're throwing thirst traps out there he
4: He said it multiple times he said go to your gram for thirst traps yes
1: apparently you're pimping me out to the audience which i don't know how i feel about that
2: uh, you said you uh, needed a rise in numbers i i'm here I, for you
1: but i wanted to do it because people like me for they, my knowledge yes. and not oh. because you're pimping me out to the public ken
2: i just think that the people need to be more aware of what's going on at pilates
1: oh my gosh! um uh, by the way have you had any sumo oranges
2: uh, as a matter of fact ken? as a matter of fact they went to my father's on sunday And this is a whole different story because he he was once very electronically engaged and now knows nothing. But alas, I went over there and he had sumo oranges on his counter.
3: Mm.
1: Stop. Look at trendy mr Weinman is compared to his son I oh know. my god
2: i said dad i didn't know what these were until friday when melissa you're, you're changing
4: fat you're bringing families together yes
2: melissa.
1: i am no, You're changing am lives so on the imp- gram
2: apparently by the way melissa told <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm changing nobody's life on yes.
1: Instagram, but i'm so proud of your dad yes
2: by the way melissa kim's mom wanted to buy a sumo oranges and she told her not to
4: <laughs> really
2: yeah we're not worthy of them she's
1: got a
4: point not- yeah
1: Oh my gosh! I have to bring you? Am I going to have to bring you guys oranges on Friday? Friday, yeah. Well,
3: you Friday.
4: could just bring them to Pilates, and the Man, bone will bring yeah. them into the bring them into us because oh, he's now Mr. Know, Pilates. We got down Friday.
3: Yeah, this is going to be here and yeah, do the dance.
4: I'm dancing. I'm <laughs> flocking it down. It. <laughs> <laughs> Bone can't no, do it. He's listen. too sore.
3: Yeah.
4: He can't do the flock <laughs> <laughs> down dance. I want to see
1: you up. We need to have the whole crew. Inside yeah, you that's do it. yeah.
4: You give me an endorsement with that. them down there. I'll be there with bells on. Mm. Okay,
1: <laughs> bells. fine.
4: Leggings right. and bells. Get me the endorsement. Melissa Kim. Oh, my gosh.
2: Flockdown's coming up Friday, correct? Yes,
1: that's
2: Ooh. correct. All right. Well, well, we will
4: see you and listen Lockdown to you Friday. Sponsored by... The Pilates what are House. The, and, and the orange. What are the orange? Sumo, co- sumo oranges. I brought to you by Sumo, sumo oranges. oranges. Big yes. orange
2: company. Yeah, big big orange is investing big. In, big in, orange
1: in. guy. We'll have to figure something out with the orange situation. Because, you know, like orange is a staple color of this town. So, it yeah. is. It
2: is. Yeah. Is the color named after the fruit or the fruit named after the color? Good question.
1: Are you asking me? Oh, I my yes. yeah no, Yeah, that's not rhetorical. Yeah. Uh, no, which came first the, cup. the fruit probably came first right
2: mm-hmm. but sure. why do they call it orange
1: because you know these are questions these are philosophical questions that i do not have answers to but i'm sure google.com does wow. uh yeah Touch i don't know, know. Oh. check out
2: <laughs> melissa kim on instagram and also on friday <laughs> here, here on 1057 the fan melissa thank you as always
1: I hate you. Thank you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Com- coming up next, a little purple rain in the forecast. Zach Orr met with the media. And uh, who are the priorities to bring back on this defense? That's next here on The pet?
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: That's Zach Gore, who is uh, fired up to be the defensive coordinator of the Ravens, and he
4: says he will be prepared for this gig. Look, he literally grew up in this organization um, as a player and as a young rising coach, and now um, as someone who sits at the top of the defensive coaching pyramid. I mean, defensive coordinator is, is as high as you can get on that side of the ball and obviously one step from being a head coach. Uh and he understands this organization in a way that most couldn't. And he's had to deal with sort of personal crisis in terms of his playing career with consultation and help from the organization in a way that thankfully most young men don't. And, and that his career was taken from him at such a young age, just as it was starting to reach new heights and just as he was about to start entering a new financial bracket in terms of the kind of money he was going to be making. Um Because clearly he was outperforming that rookie contract. So, yes, he has a unique perspective, and he can see the game through the players' eyes in a different way than most coaches, and I think he has a different appreciation uh, for the game and and for, frankly, how finite all of this is and how fleeting it could be that I'm sure enthuses him in a specific, unique way when he goes to work as a coach. Um, I can't wait to see what he does developing young linebacker like a Trenton Simpson, what he does to pick off where, where pick up where Mike McDonald left off. Um but he's gonna be doing it with a different cast. He's gonna be doing it with some different challenges. Uh and and they're going to most definitely need some young people to make the kind of leaps that a Matabike and a Brandon Stevens and a Kyle Hamilton have made. Specifically Dafe and David Ajabo.
3: Uh, those are both at the top of the list and heck we were talking about both of them heading into the season and uh, luckily for the Ravens Jadavion Clowney and Kyle Van Noy both balled out of course those guys are free agents Uh, Patrick Queen another one that we've been mentioning not expected to come back but yeah it's going to be exciting Um, this organization they always promote from within when it comes from the defensive coordinator position so uh, for zach or to have the familiarity and you know you can tell that the players really like him just seeing some of the clips on the ravens wire the ravens productions and having that instant credibility being that second team all pro his final year that he ended up playing in the nfl and him being as young as he is i mean he's the second youngest coordinator in football at the age of 31
2: yeah what is mike mcdonald went he's now the youngest head coach Mm -hmm. in the nfl and he's replaced a defensive coordinator by the young. What's The youngest defensive coordinator in the NFL, or second youngest? The, the second guy in Arizona is thirty. 30. So you, you, you're skewing young, and you got You were young to start with, and you got even younger. Hey, coming up next, we switch to Orioles, and John Means. Hopefully, has all the he health means issues. Business. Yeah, he. Hopefully, he means business for the whole season. What are the reasonable expectations for John Means? We'll tell you next here on the Fan.
1: Baseball is back. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: So let's get to John Means. And John Means is coming off two years that were not very eventful because of uh, Tommy John
4: surgery. What are your realistic expectations this year? Look, I think especially with the Corbin Burns here, you're just hoping, can can he be durable? Um, we know that he knows how to pitch. We know that he, he's a guy who doesn't give a whole lot of free passes, right? He's got a career whip. Right at one. Um, the last four years in totality, he's one of the league leaders in whip among all starting pitchers. Um, obviously, he started having issues kind of breaking down in the second half of seasons prior to the surgery. We're hoping, right, that if that's behind him now, then then that's obviously a huge step in the right direction. But look, they can poo-poo it. And what else are they going to do but poo-poo it? Because they live through it. But you can't tell me they moved this wall back to have no lefties. <laughs> like You can't tell me they did that. And by design, it's like, we're going to move that wall back. And then the first two years we move it back, we're going to be third to last in the league in innings started at home by left-handed pitchers. Like, you can't tell me that was by design. No. But that's the fact. The last two years, the Orioles have 77 and a third innings pitched by lefty starters at home. That's over two seasons. Only Minnesota and the White Sox. Had fewer, and and really, when you look at who's thrown those innings, it's guys who aren't in the equation anymore. Like their leader in left-handed starting innings pitched the last two years is Cole Irvin with thirty-one. He spent most of the year in Norfolk, and he's now considered a swing man relief piece or depth starter, but not he's not in their rotation.
1: Mm-hmm. Second.
4: At 30 in the third innings pitched is Bruce Zimmerman, who spent almost all of last season in Norfolk. He's one and one. Irvin's one and one. You got three starts out of John Means. A couple of them were on the way back. He's pitched six in the third innings at Camden Yard since they moved the wall back. <laughs> and then bringing up the rear is our guy, Keegan Aiken. Legacy game. You, you know, you love him from and Classics. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: oh,
4: legacy game. I'll always he, remember that. He's got two. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this was before that was before this. Yes. Uh the wall was not moved back to COVID year. He has two starts A totaling 3 in the third <laughs> innings. They were both as an opener. Like 69 starts have been made by left-handed pitchers at Camden Yards yes. the last 2 years. 17 of them by the Orioles. So 52 from the other team. Last year 38 left-handed starts at Camden Yards. 9 from the Orioles. So there is a void there, and I think John Means can fill the void. And and the reality is this park has changed exponentially Mm -hmm. for right-handed hitters. Like StatCast has something called park factor. It factors in sort of everything about a ballpark and how it plays in different ways. And right-handed hitters last year, overall park factor, 29th out of 30. Only Seattle played worse for right-handed hitters. Weighted on base average – 29th out of 30 to right-handed batters, Camden Yards. On-base percentage, right-handed hitters, Camden Yards, 26 to 30 stadiums. Home runs, right-handed hitters, 28 of 30. So it's real. It's happening. The Orioles have yet to really benefit from it, from starting pitching, and John Means has a chance to do that. And I think we forget how good John Means was pitching in this very division at a time when a lot of this division was yeah. more loaded. Boston yeah. was more loaded then. You know, the Yankees they were, were still the Yankees. Yeah. He pitched against Toronto at this, as this Vladdy, Bo Bichette yeah. thing was coming up. And he was damn good with not
3: much behind him. I mean, hell, Jason, you can even go back – To last September, where a big time game, him stepping up. Remember that Guardians series? Massive. Where, you know, he went, what, seven and a third, one earned run. He was really, really good. John means when healthy is a really good pitcher, but it's the the problem is it's not only been the Tommy John, he's been hurt every year. Exactly. The most amount of starts he made in the season is 27, going back to 2019. And even prior to the Tommy John, it would always happen in the second half, the shoulder fatigue and heck, even coming back from Tommy John, he had a setback. And then, you know, of course, he wasn't able to pitch in the playoffs. So health is a serious concern for me when it comes to John Means. He's not making 30 starts. Can, can he make 25? five? Well, can you get 150 innings out of him? Yeah. I'm thinking 20 starts and
2: anything over that is gravy. Like, at 27 is his career high. Coming off the Tommy John and everything that he's dealt with, and remember, he was supposed to pitch in the playoffs, and then he had the sore yep. forearm, so he got shut down. They said he'd be ready for the next series, which never happened. 20 starts, and, and hopefully he's he ready for make the postseason. I
4: 20. I do. I, I think he could make more like 24, 25, and I think there'll be portions of this um, schedule where you skip him for a start, maybe heading into the, you know, um, you could skip him for a start like heading into the All-Star break. He's obviously not going to pitch during the All-Star break. And then bump him further back in the rotation coming out of the All-Star break, and you kind of pick up, you know, one and a half or two starts right there. I, I I hope it's more about managing him than obviously him having to go on the IL for any extended stints, but I'm pretty bullish on John Means. And John Means not having to carry the weight of being the stopper anymore, I think will be even better for John Means who hasn't pitched you know any volume of innings since 2021, um, and the other thing that they showed us last year too was they could get creative in load management for their starters yes. even without having an ace. Well, that, that's
2: where I'm going with that, Jason. Like, like that's Zimmerman
4: I... comes up for a week or two and makes a couple starts, or Cole. Irvin. You have Col yeah. right, Cole Irvin. Like you have probably an ability to steal a few starts here or there to give a guy an extra week. Hey. The general yeah, was barely general. here, and he yeah. needed a he needed a blow. He yes, needed he a did. breather. Yes, he did. The general, he <laughs> that Houston series, he wasn't it, something wasn't right. I'll Get, take my chances in San Diego. He yeah, got your ass lit yeah. up in San Diego.
2: Yes, he did. The general. My thing is, if he can give me twenty, and he's ready for the postseason, I call that a win. Like twenty, give me twenty two, but just make sure that he's healthy entering October is part of that that whole thing.
4: Absolutely. Um, And we'll never know the reality, right, of like, was he actually destined for the pen last year before that latest setback or would he have made one of those starts? I think you want to talk about overthinking it. It would be Todd Munkin levels of overthinking it. If they really weren't going to... If you push this wall back and you've got one lefty <laughs> no, you start and he bust his ass to come back and he goes to Cleveland and shoves and saves your bullpen and helps you get the one seed and then you're like, ah, well, we'll look at Baker and we'll look at Crable and maybe we'll use you out of the pen like because everybody gets the pitch. It's the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, like, no, I think... I mean, I God, I'm hoping and praying that if he didn't have that setback... He would have started one of the games in Baltimore because that's where the wall is. Yeah. We'll never know. But yeah, I mean, I'll put it to you this way. I would not be shocked if we get to October and John Means is their second best starter. And that's not because I think somebody's going to collapse or somebody's going to fall apart. I, I, I believe in this guy. And I I really like this scenario for him now he's wily he's smart he knows how to pitch he's, he's always widely. been he's always been very in tune with his body right remember the time he built he spent the offseason building his fastball up and then realized you know what I'm throwing harder but it's not moving as much and it's getting hit like I I think he's very self-aware and someone's gonna have a bit of a sophomore slump. like I'm like between health or mm-hmm. or, 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 or just well injuries the league too, yeah. catching up to you or whatever And I look, I think Bradish and Grayson are going to be here a long time. They're going to win a lot of games. They're going to win a lot of playoff games. But this coming October, I personally would not be shocked if John Means Business is the guy you want taking take in the bump in game two?
2: I think to your point about last year, I, I think he starts game two and they push Grayson to three if he's healthy because that's the reason you have a lefty in with the wall well, you I, would yeah. think. And then yeah. you
3: saw how Bruce Bochy, you know, managed it perfectly oh, at Camden Yards. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, well aware, Daniel though.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Boch, Boch, top notch. Four, four rings. Guys, guys going to the guys going to. He's the, the closer. Whole you yeah. got a team on the cusp. Yeah. You bring in Boch. Yeah, go over the top. He also took the Padres to the World Series, so that's pretty impressive as well. Hey, Dusty co- Baker,
4: you stay by yeah. your phone. What is he doing? Special assistant? Somebody? Yeah,
2: yeah. Where yeah. is he now? San Francisco. Yeah, he, he went keep, back keep, to the Giants. Keep,
4: yeah, Dusty. Yeah, hey,
2: he's a closer. Yeah, well, he he had trouble closing with the Giants, but then he closed with the Astros. He hey, closed. Hey, yes, yeah.
4: he closed in the AL.
2: Yes, he did. Hey, coming up next, we'll get the text of the day. We'll preview tomorrow, and we'll get you ready for Glenn and Rita at six o'clock here on the Fan. Oh, man, I am so frustrated right now. Let's just get right to the text of the day. Oh, we didn't even hear the let's go. Oh, I'm sorry. We're very right fast. for you. Let's go. Check
3: one,
0: Sheet. two. check Ballsy. Text of the day. Text of the day. Text of the day.
3: Mike from Bel Air texts asking who was Maryland's last pure shooter they had on their basketball team. I guess
2: Mallow Tremble could shoot the basketball a good bit. But even I Mellow, mean, pure like, shooter, I not heard Kevin Harden-Grest uh, uh, from uh, freshman year. Herder.
3: Wiggins could shoot. He shot like 41% yeah. one day. Yeah,
2: Wiggins, Wiggins
3: was definitely a
2: good three-point. <sighs> Mike Jones. Wasn't he here with Gary. He was like the number yeah. two two guard in the country, and the number one to go to college because LeBron was one. That's a long time ago. That's
4: that's a minute. Yeah. A <sighs> Man, I'll be at Towson, Delaware tomorrow. There'll be some. There'll be shoot. some I'll shooters.
3: Be at, I'll be at Spalding at Loyola tonight. There'll be some shooters. Yeah. Do you think that they'll shoot better than eleven percent from three? I do. Okay. Do think, I'm
4: very
2: confident in that. Do you think they'll shoot better than Bone on Saturday?
3: Oh, I don't have he,
4: anything Saturday. Yet. What do you mean? No, uh, shoot. When, 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 when they oh, take that's... your ball away from you before you, you know, even you get know, there. That's a good point. Hmm. When they're told, hey, this game is played with no ball, you want to yeah. show up anyway. And you do. He played and then tough... you get your hands tied behind your back. Play you tough get team, though, to the, still. You get taped to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <He> played... <laughs> and you ask for it. He, he he was a glue guy. <laughs> and then, I mean, I, I don't know. Is hey. that shoot a shot. Uh, well, he's a glue guy. He played tough I, I, As far as I know, they didn't. Tape his lips shut. Yeah. But yeah. maybe they did. I don't know. Bone. You'll be back for more. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. No. We we know uh, you too well. I hope, I hope she texts you. <laughs> uh, I guarantee uh, you you'd go back. Yeah. Uh, i bet a lot. Uh, i bet a lot uh, on yes. you going back for more. Yeah.
3: Uh what do we got on tomorrow's show, Bone? And for more nothing. I mean, yeah. oh, go yeah, back for yeah. more, nothing. Tomorrow's yeah. show. Good Mexican food. We have Hall of Famer, Tim Kirchin. Oh. He's he a Hall of Famer. Lucy Burge is she's in, in the IA Hall of Fame.
4: Yes, yeah, she is. We need to work on that. Yeah. Mike, House Super Bowls, Mike
3: DeVito will preview Chiefs 49ers from Chiefs, a Chiefs perspective yeah. and consider it you know, thinking of previewing the Super Bowl. Brian Baldinger. I mean, it's Baldy and the Burge for the last time. Oh, but Burge so is, Burge Burge is, Burge is never going away Burge from isn't going away. Baldy, unfortunately. As long as there's an inside access, there
4: there'll will be, be a Burge, Burge on Thursday yeah. afternoon.
3: Yes. love her. Is that it? That's it. Oh, that's it. I feel like we're missing something. Yeah, I do
2: too. I did feel like there's something missing. I already put my notebook away. We're packed on Friday all of a sudden. I know that. Not Friday. We're loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Buck Showalter, Jim
2: Palmer. Uh, Palm.
4: Palm. Palm. Palm's coming on. (laughs) We're never getting monk. (laughs) Except for the AI. Only monk. But we got palm. We do have palm. Wink we got wink oh yeah That's w- it, <laughs> winks on friday yeah. real wink wink martin not even not even a.i wink
2: no, now wink probably. martindale will be joining the show on friday
4: i wonder if he'll throw a strawberry I through th- a battleship th- before th- he comes we can over only this. hope we can only hope coach gotta ask you were you throwing strawberries mm. before you called us Man, well, right. So you wanted to hurry everything up? Now you got nothing? No, we're good. We're good to go. I, I'm waiting for the Bruce Springsteen, and then I was going to uh, say, yeah, you know. "We got what do we got? We got Glenn and Rita tonight, yeah, Glenn or? and
3: Rita. Yeah, we got Glenn and Rita. You got to get a minute before.
4: What's that? What'd you say, Ben? Talk started here. a minute before we oh. check out. That's oh, what he learned. started That's early. Like yeah, he ben, was all man. trying to speed everything up, and then Ben lay down the law. <laughs> tell him, Ben. Tell him. Ben. I just
3: see it. Can't 55. have it both ways.
2: It's Fifty-five. So i was saying, let's hear the Bruce. You know. Bruce going on tour next month.
3: Fifty five fifteen is when yeah, I bring it on. Yeah. There you go. Oh, there, Tell him yeah, Ben, yeah, you're hey. on it. Ben. Ben's
2: in charge. She's trying to do everybody's yeah, job, yeah, G-G. yeah, I'm just saying. Hey. How's Bruce doing? He, he's, he's supposedly healthy? That, that's
3: his first show and
2: so he's his tour starts next month, yeah. He's supposedly healthy.
4: He I just- wonder if the new owners will want to have concerts at Camden Yards as much as uh John Angelos did. Breaking that's news. I was just and- told
2: yeah. I was just told in my ear from Caleb, no Glenn and Rita. So oh. we're we're working on what's coming up next. Oh, Bone I, say, bone,
3: I would say get out of here while you can. <laughs> if
4: you thought it you thought was bad Saturday, running. <laughs> if you thought Saturday, you got no bang for your buck. You're, you're, you're about to do overtime and not get here. paid. Get out of here, Bone. This <laughs> is a tease. Run, Bone, run.
2: Tune in at six to find out what's next. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those cliffhangers. We'll talk to you tomorrow, too, here on The Fan.